What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Or should I say, ho, 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 everybody? There's my number one ho. Whoa. Casino. Right over there. again. I know. I do it every time. Every episode. But this is the only sports podcast. That's right. The only sports podcast. The only podcast for sports. I'm Will. Again, that's Casino. We are back to talk about week 16, Casino. Uh, but before we get into that, how you doing December 23rd, two days before uh, Christmas? Before Chris Kringle gets here? Uh, doing before pretty good. the Kringle. I uh, just spent all day yesterday. I was pumping out my pool. Whoa. Was like, uh, yeah, it, it was time. All the levels were unmanageable, not being able to get it back down. So currently I'm just um, got my hose in the pool. And that is not a reference to anything else besides my hose and my pool <laughs> yeah yeah um, well but no it's it's filling up and uh now it's just a waiting game well you yeah. got your hose in the pool and then we're gonna get our ho ho hose on tomorrow and the next day but before that happens we have to do uh the only sports podcast because again we're the only ones i would hate for people to wake up on christmas morning and not be able to open a nice hot steaming pile of the only sports podcast so with that being said casino let's dive into week 16 with a game with the first off this week is weird because almost every game is tomorrow and then they put three of the shittiest games on Christmas that I'm sure at the beginning of the season, they thought were going to be big, like marquee games. I'm assuming the NFL, I'm assuming the NFL was tired of the NBA having like Christmas day. So they tried to like, uh, you know, put the biggest games on, I guess Packers dolphins would have been bigger if the Packers were better, but I don't think the Dolphins coming into this season were expected to be like a great team. So and, that, and funny you say that, but and the Dolphins are out of those six teams are the only one that has a 500 or better record. I well, mean, yeah, they're, but, they're the only ones above 500. Well, no, but I'm saying when they set this schedule at the oh, beginning no, no. of the season, I know what you're saying. Like, uh, I'm just bro- saying that it's, it's funny that you're saying that you know Miami yeah, no. wasn't expected to be good, and then yet yeah, they're the only ones with a positive record here. Yeah, this one I'm actually surprised is not the uh, marquee game. The second game on Christmas is Broncos-Rams. I thought beginning of the season, you know, you obviously had Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, myself included, along with everybody else, thought the Broncos were actually going to be good. So I'm surprised that that one isn't the Sunday night game because it's like, oh, you know, Broncos versus the Super Bowl champs. That seems like the a more marquee matchup than Tom Brady versus the Cardinals. There's no like, no, even if the Tom Cardinals Brady, were it does have good. playoff implications for Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying beginning of the season, even if uh, Cardinals were still suspected to be good, like Tom Brady versus the Cardinals, that's not like a huge like. Tom Brady has history with the Cardinals game or something like that. You get what I'm saying? It's like just a weird. Yeah. But before we get to those games on Christmas, only three games on Christmas, uh, most of them are all Saturday, which is weird. I don't know why they did this, Uh, but we have to talk about last night's game or lack thereof. 
of the game Thursday Black night era, football. Sure. The now seven and eight surging Jacksonville Jaguars defeated the now falling back seven and eight New York Jets 19 to three. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, no touchdowns, no INTs, 20 for 31 to 229. He did have a rushing touchdown, however, but the Jets, I mean, benching Zach Wilson for a practice squad quarterback, Chris Strevelever. Streva. I, I, I told you, as soon as they put in White, I mean, it was going to happen eventually, but as soon as they put in White, dude, he's Zach Wilson, he needs to go back to his previous profession as we said multiple times <laughs> he's done he's done i said he'd be lucky to be a, uh, a practice squad quarterback well he got replaced by a practice squad quarterback yeah and then now that uh Strever guy or however you say his name i'm just gonna say no chris idea. s how uh i mean chris, chris s came in he ended up being the chris leading mess oh whoa okay so we're gonna call him uh chrissy christmas so Chrissy Christmas came in. He was the Jets' leading rusher with 54 yards. But I watched uh, the beginning. I think I watched till halftime of this game. And then I went to the movies with my wife and saw Babylon. Just god-awful movie. I fucking hated it. But that's another discussion for another time. But I came back and watched the highlights of the second half. He was more running for his life than he was like designed run plays so still leading rusher but jets are done i think we would both agree they're gonna uh these last like three weeks have really been the weeks they needed to at least win one maybe squeak out a a victory against i mean if they would have beaten the vikings like they could have with mike white he had two chances in the the red zone then i feel like the jets you know they'd be Eight and seven, they'd still kind of be in the mix. But then they lose to the Bills. Again, a game they could have won. And then they just, again, lost to the Lions. A game they could have won. And then this game, they just looked like they rolled over and it was over. So they had three maybes that all ended up with them losing. And then last night, it really looks like they're just done. And I think we can finally cross the Jets off on, you know, teams that are out of the playoffs casino thoughts oh man i mean if you say they're they're out of it um then my patriots are out of it <laughs> uh no um they just they don't have a quarterback um along with a lot of these other struggling teams but that's i mean like but the jaguars now being seven and eight as well that's the only thing they got going for them is trevor lawrence um yeah what it feels like uh the patriots they don't have their quarterback the dolphins they i don't know how they're only eight and six um i truly don't um so i don't know i think i think the jets are going to be out of it just because you need you need decent quarterback play going down the stretch here um and they're not going to get that from anybody they had it with white i thought he was going to be the guy then he had his innards (laughs) inside out yeah i also um, think we can put to bed the argument of is mike white that much better than zach wilson like that was a legit argument like yes he is he's much much better than zach wilson like yes he is 
Zach just, Wilson, just on like this, just on the, like the scrambling portion of it and like protecting the football. That again, that's my biggest pet peeve with any quarterback is you, you don't have to be good, but protect the football. And at least Mike White could do that. Yeah. Um, to, to, well, to he can also degree. get yards in a league where literally all the rules are geared towards the offense getting yards. Like it is again. We uh, last week we saw Zach Wilson's best passing performance as a uh, starting NFL quarterback, and then this week he goes nine for 18, 92 yards, and one interception. Like to not be able to throw a hundred yards in this league is like that's a like that's almost harder than not throwing for a hundred yards. Like it, your wide receiver doesn't even break a tackle and get you fifty yards. Like that's crazy. It's crazy, it's Casino. Uh, but let's move to, or actually, no, on the Jaguar side of things. So we'll get to the Tennessee game uh, coming up on the picks. But they basically can now win the AFC South with Tannehill out, right? Like Tannehill's out. Oh, so 100%. I think. Do you the, think the Titans that, going down? They're they're done. They are currently the fourth seed. Uh, at seven and seven uh so they are the well i mean the ja so the jaguars would be the fourth seed and then the titans would fall to right above your patriots i believe in the eighth ninth seed so then yeah because the ravens chargers and dolphins are all nine eight and eight so they would have to win out and then hopefully and then hope that those one of those teams loses two games. So, yeah, I think it really comes down to the last week, but I have no faith in the Titans without Tannehill. I don't I just don't think there's any shot. Oh, I, I totally agree. I 100 percent. There's there's I mean, what they've lost four straight to good teams starting to go into mediocre teams. But yeah, they're. You thought when they lost to the Bengals and the Eagles, like, okay, that was the Bengals and the Eagles. No. Then they yeah. lost to the Jags, who are surging, but still you lost to the Jags, not by a little, by a lot. And then the Chargers, you barely lost to the Chargers, but the Chargers are, aren't are that good when they're not fully healthy. Yeah. I mean, they've been getting people back and back, and that's why they're starting to, you know, surge a little bit more recently. Um, they're well oh, remember right. when it was remember when it was that titans chiefs game on sunday night and they basically with no passing offense whatsoever took the chiefs to ot and i remember coming on this show after that game and being like the titans are the team in the afc that scares me the most and then within two weeks three weeks of that game all that hype switched from the titans to the Bengals, and it's kind of never went back now the Bengals have kind of taken over that role of scariest AFC team that aren't the oh, Bills they're, or Chiefs. They're a good team. They're they're a well built team. They're a good team. They're well built. Yeah, well, a little bit. <laughs> a well built team, and they're surging. So yeah, I mean, and they have the quarterback prowess. Um, Joey B is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I'd say top five. Yeah, well, technically in the AFC's top three because he's the third uh, Pro Bowl 
vote that got in and we will talk about the pro bowl after we get through the games but let's keep going with the games next up the five and nine atlanta falcons at the nine and five baltimore ravens i believe that uh is lamar in jackson still out i believe lamar jackson is still out is yes, he not he is, he no he is still out um he is still out um Hurts is out and uh, uh, one more. It, it was a whole article on it. But yes, Lamar Jackson is out for Christmas. Ugh, which makes this game, I guess, harder to pick. Oh, uh, we both uh, in the text chain between or the group text with me and Casino, we both picked the Jaguars. So we are yeah, both. There was no. <laughs> yeah, we both. No, there's no way. That defense is exhausted. The Jets, like they, they're a great defense, but dude, they're exhausted. They're well, they exhausted. also can't score. You know, uh, they are literally holding teams to like two touchdowns and a field goal. This game was within that same realm, and their offense just could never score. You know, they need three touchdowns and a field goal or four touchdowns to win. And with that Jets offense, when Mike White's not starting, is almost fucking impossible. Like, ugh. You feel bad for the Jets. You feel bad for them. Uh, but as far as Ravens, Falcons, I will let you pick this one first, Casino, while I mull it over. Oh, man. Um, I still am going to go with the Ravens, though. I think the Falcons have set up shop. I think they're they're calling it a season. Um, being five and nine, you don't really have anything to play for at this point. Uh, I do think it's going to be a nice low-scoring game. Um, the over under is 34 and a half, uh, yeah, 34 and a half. Um, I expect every bit of that under to be, be the case, <laughs> uh, especially with Lamar Jackson being out. I, I expect Baltimore to win. I don't think I agree with six and a half. I don't, I honestly don't know what Ow. number I would agree with. I don't, I don't know what number I'd agree with, with at all. Um, just there, there's too many variables going on. Maybe but, like three and a half, two and a half, maybe? maybe like favorites for Baltimore. But I mean, but both quarter, you know, both quarterbacks aren't playing for the main yeah. quarterbacks for each team. So uh, I'm just going to go to Baltimore. It is in Baltimore. It's supposed to be 19 degrees. It's sunny, sunny outside, 19 degrees. Oh, yeah, that's no, going to be no thing. <laughs> well, and also the Falcons are starting Desmond Ritter again, who last week had 13 out of 26, 97 yards, zero touchdowns, zero INTs. He rushed for six carries, 38 yards against, again, a very good Saints defense that I feel like we, especially me, hypes up that defense to be much better than they actually are. They're like 11th in the league in terms of yards allowed per game. And then they're kind of within that range for almost every category, except points allowed, which is why they're losing so much. They're 18th. <laughs> so guess who is 10th in almost all those categories? The Ravens defense. So the Falcons go back to back playing. Well, at this case, it is a top 10 defense with the Baltimore Ravens. And the defense has really been the story for this team uh, since Lamar Jackson has been out, they made that big trade with, uh, why do I always fucking forget that guy's name from the bears? Who is his name? Um, Casito. The, the, the defensive player. Roquan Smith. I don't remember. 
Roquan Smith. Smith. So um, since he has sorry, come, their defensive talking, numbers. My, my pupper out. Yeah. Since he has come over from the Bears, their defensive ratings in almost every stat have gone up. This Ravens defense is no joke. And again, we've seen Lamar Jackson win the MVP with an electric offense, being the leader of that offense. With him out, that's when the Ravens have struggled. Obviously, why wouldn't they? Uh, But all that being said, I don't think the Falcons are as bad as their record indicates, but they're definitely not better than their record indicates. You know, we've seen them have some games that have come really close to, you know, the wire that they've just unfortunately been on the other end of. But those were, I mean, I'm going all the way back to October at this point. We're almost in January. So it's been a couple rough months, even though they were close against the Saints. They were close against the Steelers. They were close against the Commanders. But again, I just don't think they have the firepower. So all that being said, I'm picking the Ravens. I totally agree uh, with everything you just said. <laughs> uh, so the <laughs> Ravens uh, are both our picks. Next up, a, dare I say, sneaky good game, Casito. Sneaky Ugh. good game. The 7-7 seven and seven I Detroit. Never missed, I, I, didn't, I, never, I didn't miss the sneaky. <laughs> I didn't miss the sneaky at all. I let it lie for a couple it's, it's weeks. It's how you say it. It's, it's, it's how you say it. It's how you sneaky. say it. Sneaky. Oh, so I prefer that. I okay. prefer that. At least, at least then that way, I you know I'm getting aroused. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, the other way, I mean, can't handle it. Um. Yeah. Starting Sorry. early so, with so the ho. I, 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 I totally ho ho ho. <laughs> uh, but the sneaky good game of is. the seven and seven Detroit Lions at the five and nine Carolina Panthers. I'm not willing to put the nail in the Carolina Panthers coffin casino. I don't know why I like, I don't, I don't know why I like the Carolina Panthers. I've always liked them just as a team. I don't know why I don't know. And this year that, I mean, they had that rough, rough loss last week to the Steelers 24 to 16. I tried to watch that game. That game was brutal. That was a brutal game. Yeah, and losing that way to the Steelers is why I'm picking the Detroit Lions. (laughs) Also because Detroit's still on a tear, and I want to see them make the playoffs. Because if the Patriots aren't in it, I'm going to cheer my ass off for Detroit. Um, Yeah. I got a few friends who are are Detroit Lions fans, and they're just shitting themselves that the Lions might actually make the playoffs. That's a showdown. That's a shout out to you, Tony. You and your shit pants because you just shat yourself. I don't know. Did uh, they shit themselves in a separate story or because of you saying that? Because I just said that again. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought there was a different story that no, we no, no, have to no. get into. No, no, they're not. They're not. He, he's not you. You know, he's not <laughs> you. I don't think I, I have. I think I have one shitting my pants story. One casino. And. I think that's why we, we, your your secret group chat with with all of us without you in it is, uh, uh, yeah, it, it references <laughs> shit, a, a shitty pants story. Yeah, get that but, on record. BJ shit his pants. Yeah, then anyway. that'll be a story for another time. Uh, but again, this Panthers I don't team. Your pants. I'm sorry. Now, now <laughs> we just got to cover that back up. I don't, I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that's that. Okay. 
We're just Your joking. Where came know. from? It's two days before Christmas. We're just having a jolly old time. Uh, but this Panthers team casino to get back on track did shit their pants last week against the Steelers. But you forget the four weeks previous to that, they beat the Falcons by ten. They lost to the Ravens by ten. They beat the Broncos by two touchdowns, and then they beat the Seahawks by a touchdown. So okay, the only good win out of that is to me is the Seahawks. Yeah, but putting up 23 points on the Broncos this year, like that's pretty that's impressive. The Broncos defense hasn't been bad, and they've been um, remember the oh, Broncos. Well, well, let me ask you this. I'm not sure. Were any of those defensive touchdowns because of how horrible their offense is uh well the panthers i don't think have a horrible offense they have a horrible passing game i'm saying like oh the russell wilson Wilson give carolina a couple touchdowns there no he had one touchdown zero interceptions i believe the panthers had one passing touchdown one rushing touchdown and then the rest were field goals so Again, I think that's an impressive win against a Broncos defense that has been top four in the league all year. Feel better because you called the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. I know, I know. I think it will be fun at the end of the season. I'm going to listen back to our NFL predictions, and then we're going to do an episode where we just go over all the insane shit we said at the beginning of the season (laughs) and how it actually turned out. Nothing more insane than me saying. The Broncos would win the Super Bowl. No, or not win no. the Super Bowl. I think I said get to the Super Bowl. You did, but I also said that I didn't think the New York Giants were going to win a game. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? We we made some bold picks. And the bold pick I'm making right now, Casino, uh, Lions and Panthers, is I am picking the Lions to win this game. I know that may shock you. I know that may surprise a lot of people. I'm picking Wait, the Lions. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say it again. Say it again. I'm picking the Lions to win this game. <gasps> <laughs> Thank you. That was the uh, that was the reaction I was expecting. I know a lot of people when they were listening to this pod had that same reaction. So, who you picking, Casino? I have no idea. No idea. i mean this has i do feel like this has trap game or however you want to phrase it written all over it there is not a single soul unless you're like a diehard carolina panthers fan who is picking the panthers in this game and then the lions finish the season on two divisional games one against the bears one against the packers this just seems like lions have been getting all the hype for what three weeks four weeks at this point uh especially this week where now people finally feel like the lions are like legit quote unquote because they are seven and seven they're on a what one two three four or no i'm sorry one two three four five six so they've won five of the last six i believe it is yes so they've won five of the last six, only lost coming to the Bills, which honestly they should have won that game. But yeah, I could see the, you know, trap game, upset, whatever you want to see. We've seen the Panthers 
be competitive in games. Again, the games I just listed, they also were, they also beat the Bucks, which doesn't look great in retrospect because the week before that they got destroyed by the Rams. Like, I don't understand that. And then they got destroyed by the 49ers. So again, this Panthers team isn't good. I'm just more optimistic about them. If they get a good quarterback and maybe like one more wide receiver, I think they could be good. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. There's nothing. There's no reason why I should think this. Their defense is middle of the road. They're 17th in yards allowed. Uh, They are one of the better, or no, I'm sorry, one of the worst rush defenses, 22nd in the league. And then their pass defense is 14th. So again, they're kind of in the mix. They make a few uh, defensive adjustments, get a quarterback. I know easier said than done, but yeah, I don't know. Next up, uh, whenever Casino returns, but I'll start without him. Next up, we are talking about the seven and seven Seattle Seahawks at the 11 and three Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the story of this game is I think the Seattle Seahawks, because everybody knows the Chiefs are good if not great, one of the best teams in the NFL, definitely in the AFC. And then the Seahawks have lost last week to the 49ers. They lost to the Panthers, apparently my Panthers team, because I like them for reasons I I still don't understand. Uh, The Rams, they beat by four points, which especially a Rams team at that point, the beginning of December, I feel like they were already done. So... That doesn't look like that great of a win. They lost to the Raiders in OT. Uh, Casino can relate to that whenever he gets back on the pod. And then they lost to the Bucks by five. They beat the Cardinals. They beat the Giants. They beat the Chargers. So that stretch right there where they beat the divisional opponent Cardinals, then they beat the Seahawks, then they beat the Giants, then they beat the Cardinals again. I feel like that is when the hype for Seattle was at the max, right? And then they lose Buccaneers, Raiders, they beat the Rams, they lose to the Panthers, and then they uh, lose to the 49ers. But honestly, that 49ers game, we talked about it on this pod. I feel like that wasn't as bad of a loss as I thought it would be because everybody was like, 49ers are emerging as the best team in the NFC. They're going to blow out the Seahawks. And then they won 21 to 13. So it was like, you know, one of those games where the score doesn't indicate the game because it never felt close, but it also never felt like a blowout. It felt like this Seahawks, I feel like everybody thinks they're like the Jets where everybody feels like the Jets have kind of just rolled over and been like, we're done. Same with the Giants almost, but Seahawks are still kind of hanging in there. Again, that's just all a roundabout way of trying to find anything interesting about this game because I feel like Kansas City's just going to go in and blow them out. I feel like this is the perfect or Andy Reid in December. You know, they these are the games where, or no, he's not good in December. September, right, is where he's like, has this crazy, crazy record. And then I think December is when he kind of starts to fall apart a little. Have we seen that? I mean, let's start with last week where the Chiefs are within uh, six to the Texans. They're in OT. 
Um, and then the Texans, much like they did in the Dallas game, just remembers that they've only won one game this season and throws the game away, almost literally. But they lose to the Chiefs 30-24. to Week before that, Chiefs uh, beat the Broncos 34-28. to But remember, I believe the Chiefs, they had, what, a... 27 point lead in that game and then all of a sudden the Broncos start coming back Patrick Mahomes throws three INTs so that game was much closer than I feel like anybody thought it would be and then they oops sorry I said out of that out of that screen and then the Chiefs destroy the Rams they lose or they win uh, three at the Chargers. Remember, they barely beat Tennessee in OT, and then they beat the Jaguars by 10, which Jaguars, that was right before, I believe, they started on the come-up. So, oh, they also, in that mix, lost to the Bengals on that great, great game. So the Chiefs, everybody's saying they're going to run the table, right? 11-3, and three, they're going to end, they're going to finish 13-3, and three, but Raiders have always played them kind of close Raiders with maybe nothing to lose. Maybe the chiefs sit a couple people, especially if they don't, you know, get the first round by, they just sit um, <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes and maybe, you know, a bunch of defensive players in that game and lose and lose that game. Maybe that way. I don't know. The Broncos played them close, but that game obviously could have been uh a blowout if the Broncos kind of hadn't come storming back this game. However, I do think it's a blowout, but we haven't really seen the chiefs blow anybody out except for what the 49ers, which looks like maybe their best win of the season at this point. Oh, they blew out the Buccaneers as well. That game was close, but so they've blown out three teams week two or no, that is the, Oh no, no. Okay. Excuse me, I thought that was the preseason, but no. So they blew out the Cardinals week one. They blew out the Buccaneers on October 2nd. And then they blew out the 49ers October 23rd. So they have not had a blowout victory since October. It's about to be January. All the other, all the games since then have been relatively close. They've had a couple games within three Let's see, they've had three games within three, and then they, I would, actually, I would count the Rams game as a blowout. So November 27th, they blew out the Rams by 16 points. They blew out the Jaguars. I mean, that's not really a blowout, but beat them by 10. And then, yeah, so it's really just been since that Rams game. But then they've had the Bengals, Divisional Broncos, and then the Texans last week, which Texans are feisty, but it's crazy how... They're kind of hanging in these games. So the Seattle Seahawks this week at the Kansas City Chiefs. I am picking the Chiefs. And I don't, I think it has potential to be blowout of the game, but I don't know. Seahawks kind of feel like they've figured out at least their defense a little, right? Like they were the worst defense in the league. Now they're slowly starting to climb up, but. I emphasize slowly because now they're only 29th instead of 32 in most categories. So I don't want to say, you know, this is a world beater, but again, the Houston Texans are, have a real bad defense, maybe worse than the Seahawks. And they 
kept the game really close and winnable against this Chiefs team. So, again, um, this was a much longer take on this game than I thought it would because I thought Casino would come back any second. So I'm going to pause the recording real quick. For you, it'll be a second, and then we'll get our picks for this game when he comes back. Be right back. All right, we are back. Casino just decided to have a fucking talk with his neighbor for half an hour about their fucking <laughs> shrubs or something like that. So pool welcome back actually. to the show, Casino. It was about pool systems, actually. Yeah. But it, so it's, it's Great a, time to have that. It, yeah, I know. But here's the thing. My dog was going crazy. He was at the side of the, his, the wall uh, working on his pool stuff. And so I go out there to get my dog and he starts talking and it, it, it was one of those things where you do like the slow walk away and then they're just like, then they say something so deep, like you just can't walk away and you're just like, because I just moved into this house, as you guys I've, I've thought I've talked about before. And so then he starts talking about, you know, something and I haven't had a lot of conversations with this guy yet. And it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm going to be next to this guy forever. I got to listen to him. I got to <laughs> If I don't, uh, this could be troublesome for the future. I mean, it was great. It was a great conversation. But the whole time, I just kept trying to do that one little inch back um, the whole way. It was like that episode of The Office um, where Jim's slowly getting away from Pam and from the desk. That's how it felt like. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, my mailman wants to talk about almonds. Hold on one second, Casino. <laughs> one second. Very important conversation. You hate no, almonds. Frank, Frank, you, hold on. You hate we'll almonds. get to it. I do hate almonds. Again, another podcast discussion, but I tried to vamp for at least 15 minutes on Seahawks Chiefs. So just give your pick. I guarantee you will not say anything I did not say. Seahawks uh, Chiefs. or Chiefs. Okay. We're both picking Chiefs. Next up, uh, the five and nine New Orleans Saints at the six and eight uh, Cleveland Browns. Who you got, Casino? Oh, <laughs> I'm going the Cleveland Browns. Um, just, just I don't have any trust in Deshaun Watson, of course, at all. He's why are you not... a masseuse? Oh. Hey, I'm trying to stay uh, on topic here. We got to get to a <laughs> podcast, a sports podcast here. So let's talk about sports. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I'm going them. Uh, their, their run game is still too good. Um, uh, there's too much going on. Like, I even forgot the Saints were a football team this year. There's, <laughs> I mean, really, we haven't talked about them much. Um, I don't hear about them much on, on any TV or radio. They just kind of don't exist this year. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go Cleveland on this. I think that run game is still so powerful. Um, and they will get it figured out. Um, get the W against a struggling Saints team. Yeah, so the Browns, they remember they beat the Ravens last week by 10. They beat the Texans by... Almost three touchdowns, which from what we've seen from the Texans the past, what, two, two, three weeks, that's actually kind of impressive, especially because they, uh, you know, have held the Cowboys and Chiefs actual playoff teams to uh, within three points. 
both games or, you know, the Chiefs obviously lost on a touchdown. But yeah, I agree with the Saints. I always forget, uh, like you said, the Saints are a team this year. And not only that, but their starting quarterback is Andy Dalton and their defense is actually kind of legit. Again, like I said, in the Ravens game, they're 11th in the league in most categories. Yeah, so I mean, they're they, like, they, sh- they should be better than a five and nine record, but yeah, they're not. Well, especially with some of the teams they've lost to. I mean, they lost to the Steelers. They lost to the Falcons or they won against the Falcons last week. But yeah, they got destroyed by the Cardinals. They uh, barely beat or they barely got beat by the Vikings. They got destroyed both times the Bucks played them or I guess not really, but no, they only lost to the Bucks by one. Well, they lost by one, and then the first time they lost by 10. And then, so honestly, looking at their schedule, like they really haven't had a bad game except for the Cardinals. So this is a team that fights uh, fights the whole game again, but uh, and I think that's credit to their defense because their offense, I mean, has Alvin Kamara, you know, maybe had the worst season since oh, he's been a professional i think it's his worst season by far let's I mean, see i don't, I don't know even... the number i don't know the numbers on all that Ugh. nobody's talking about him like i said i don't hear anything about this team i nobody's talking about him i yeah he's kind of just gone in the wind how um, many this yards this year do you think kamara ha- has and i'll give you his attempts he only has 164 attempts this entire season 342 he has 641 yards and one touchdown. One. Wow. One touchdown. So in terms of, I mean, I don't think we'll do a segment this year, but we might, like, biggest fantasy letdowns, I feel like that would be almost at the top because Kamara is going in first round in almost every league, right? So oh, yeah. for him to have less than 700 yards and one touchdown with three weeks to go. That's fucking crazy. So kind of to touch on a uh, casino's fantasy corner a little bit. Uh, I had the opportunity to pick him up. I, I did not. I oh, somebody dropped him. him in your league. No, no. Uh, in the initial draft. Oh, Oh, in the initial draft. I, I just didn't, I, I didn't have a feeling he was going to have a year. Um, there was really no hype for him coming out. I had uh, a couple sleepers there. Plus, you know, I didn't know what they were going to do with quarterback, and a lot of the running back kind of has to go through the quarterback. I mean, they still have to hand it off. So, yeah, yeah. I had the chance. I had the chance to pick up Kamara. I did not. I just didn't like what he did. Um, he's digressed multiple seasons in a row. So, um, yeah. But Ugh. I still have Cleveland. Uh, do you know the over under on this game? There's a lot of low-scoring over-unders this well, week. Well, the matchups for this week are so just weird. Like, there's a lot of good matchups in the later games, but the early games are just like... What, yeah, what do, you think, what do you think this over-under is? For Saints-Browns, I'm going to say 32. On the nose. You looked it up. I did not. I swear, that was a well, guess. That was a great one. But Let's I was going on with the Falcons-Ravens well, was. Okay, okay. I was going to oh, that was going to be my next question. So you could have got that one right and blown everybody's mind. I was going to say, well, what's the land of Ravens game? Uh, ooh, this will be a fun. Uh, this will be a fun. We'll put this as uh, one uh, that counts as one of the picks casino. What do you think will be a lowest, a lower scoring total Ravens, Falcons or Saints Browns? 
You're doing anything to get picks here. Yes. Correct. Um, lower scoring. I'm going to go the colder game in the snow. I'm going the Cleveland Saints. Ooh, I thought you were going to say Falcons Ravens and it wouldn't have made this anything because I'm picking Falcons Ravens. And I had that written down before you made your pick. So now I'm not even doing opposite. Yeah, so, uh, so of, but... course, of course you did. You're, you're... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Browns. Or we're both picking the Browns on this one, but I do think this will be a close game. Like this seems like a real like ten to seven game. Yeah, minus like, three here. Ugh. Next up, let's go to a game I feel like would have been more interesting if Tannehill. And also speaking of fantasy corner, I did not realize until you just mentioned that, and I looked at my fantasy team. My two fantasy quarterbacks were Lamar Jackson and Ryan Tannehill. So both of them are out for this week. So literally my options at quarterback are your boy, Mac Jones, uh, Baker Mayfield, Nick Foles, uh, Mick Sorley for Arizona, Heineke, Dalton, or Willis. We'll go with Heineke. Well, but he's playing San Francisco. Francisco. I might, mm. uh, and then Dalton, I think I might go Dalton. I would go Dalton. I think I might go Dalton. But, but supposed to be low scoring. Ugh. I might throw a flyer and go, oh, a name I did pick up because I knew, I might go Darnold because he's playing Detroit. Worst defense in the league still statistically. I might go Darnold. Ugh. And this is the fucking fantasy playoffs too. And fucking Lamar Jackson's out. Cool stuff. Oh, I and co- uh, I, I was starting. Oh, oh, guess what? Also going back to fantasy corner. Your boy Goddard is no longer hurt. He's off of <laughs> IR. Put him in. He's projected 10 points. Let's go. We're going to need. I'm putting him in over Hooper because Hooper hasn't done anything. So it's not like Goddard could do any worse. Um, yeah. But I think that. Uh, I think Minshew is going to need some sure hands. So got her. I started Kirk and I started Xavier Knight for the Jets and the Jaguars. So I'm starting off the week with a six point lead. So six what you're points is from you're those not going to win this game. Uh, I mean, this is the championship semifinals too. I'm going it's championship semifinals. So the, the semifinals, the semifinals. Ugh, fuck. Ugh. Well, Darnold or whoever I end up picking, my fantasy quarterback uh, championship rests on your shoulders. But let's talk about the one twelve and one dare I say feisty Houston Texans at the now seven and seven Tennessee Titans. Uh, as I just said, Tannehill is out, so it will be Malik Willis versus David Mills, the matchup of the century. Who you got for this one, Casino? Houston. I don't see how Houston doesn't win this game, right? Like, with everything they've shown, or do you think they'll do the same? The Titans are only minus three. No, I don't think they're going to do the same thing. I don't think they're going to blow it right at the end. Um, Because they blew it, blew it in quotations, right at the end. Well, they did against good teams. The Titans have slipped so bad. And again, I thought the Titans were rolling. They were great. They were seven and three. They lost four straight. That doesn't mean they're going to keep losing, but they haven't shown me anything from week to week. They've pretty much just digressed. 
um, and Houston has went up. So I'm going Houston on this. I think that Mills is going to take over in the quarterback shootout of the century. Uh, <laughs> uh, right here. You heard it. This The crazy thing is last time these teams played, it was 17-10 Titans. I could see it being 17-10 Texans, right? Like That the, sounds just, like a perfect score. Like reverse it. Like, I don't know. The Texans, again, they've been much feistier and much better than I feel like the Titans have been the last month. Because remember, against the Eagles, the Titans get blown out by four touchdowns. They lose by four to the Bengals. They lose to the Jaguars by two touchdowns. And then last week, they almost beat the Chargers if it wasn't for that great Herbert, like, 40-yard dime. So I agree with you. I'm picking the Texans, but this is going to be a game I feel like I don't watch one second of. What is the point of watching this game? No idea. Uh, Next up, your New England Patriots seven and seven versing the 10 and four Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, As of two hours ago, we always do the breaking news here. The Bengals tight end Hayden Hurst is ruled out. So will that be a factor? Probably not. Cause I think this is Bengals. I'm not saying as a blowout, but I do think this will agree with a minus three. <laughs> it's minus three. Yeah. For this one. Eh. I could see. I mean, the the Patriots like this is their season. They have to win this game. Oh, by yes. the way, my neighbor, aka Baby, is waking up. I might have to go talk about uh, I don't know poop and grapes <laughs> here soon. Yeah, Bluey, um, Bluey. Um, but I don't know. This just seems like one of those games that this feels like the Bengals Chiefs games to me, which is good. It's going to be close, and then Bengals win with a field goal. Like, I really do think your team is not dead in the water. I do think last week was, like, demoralizing, but I don't think... You think? I still haven't got <laughs> yeah. over it. I still can't fathom what happened. <laughs> but before that, they beat the Cardinals. They got beat by the Bills. They were close game with the Vikings and Jets. So this isn't a bad Patriots team. It's just not a good Patriots team. They really do feel like a 7-7 seven and seven team. Right, they feel like they have as many good weeks as they do bad. I don't think this will be a bad week, but I don't see them. I see them eking out with a loss. We have to win out. We have to win out against three of the toughest teams in the AFC. Yeah. So, could this be an upset? Maybe. What you're saying is, (laughs) there's a chance. Yes, I'm saying there's a chance, but I'm still going Bengals. I think Bengals Bengals are the ones that went out i still like my pick for Bengals to get number one seed in the afc i still still think that's a real possibility Uh, i don't think so but this is really just a prequel to next week monday night football bills Bengals. that's gonna be fantastic fantastic Mm -hmm. standalone game uh in cincinnati the bills and Bengals. that looks like maybe game of the year uh maybe Right now, game of the week. So we're both going Bengals. Do you want to take care of uh, no, your no, child? She's, she's settled. We'll, we'll get through. So we may have had a nightmare. <laughs> maybe game of the week in terms of records, at least, and in terms of who knows which of these teams will win because of how weird they've been the past month or two. The eight five and one New York Giants at the eleven and three Minnesota Vikings. 
Uh, what is the what is the spread and over and under on this game? Over I, under is forty nine and a half. Okay, so they think uh, it's going to be an actual game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Minnesota minus four, and I think I think that's spot on. I think Vegas nailed this one. Uh, I think because I am going to go Minnesota, but barely. Uh, I think this is a great. I think they got the numbers right. I think minus four Minnesota, high scoring game. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I I also think it's a going to be a high scoring game. I don't, but I don't know how the Giants are going to try to, or I don't know how the Giants can blow for blow match with the Vikings. But then again, last week I don't know how the Colts. I still don't know how the Colts were blow for blow with this Vikings team. So the Vikings really feel like they play just down to their opponents instead of play what their record indicates. So could I see the Giants stealing one in Minnesota? Absolutely. Could I see this game being a blowout? Absolutely. Could I see it being close? Absolutely. I have no idea what to think of either of these teams because the Giants, their past three weeks, they had a tie They had a blowout, and then they had a narrow victory. So, again, whenever you get those teams that have just had three weeks with no consistency, I have no idea what to do with you because any of those three teams can show up. Minnesota, on the other hand, was last week their Super Bowl, like in terms of their mentality and in terms of – Oh, yeah. No, they needed that. Yeah, largest comeback NFL history before that. They needed that. Remember, they barely beat the Jets. They got destroyed by the Lions. They barely beat your team. They got destroyed by the Cowboys. And then last week, they had to have the biggest comeback in NFL history to win that game. So, again, these two teams have had the weirdest past two months of any NFL teams I can remember. Uh, So this game, hopefully it'll be like the Bills game where it's just endless chaos. And it's just like, the fuck is happening? And... I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Giants. I feel like you're I don't know. It, you're doing it because you need to beat me. It's fine. I'm like up, <laughs> I'm an, I'm up an entire week on you, pretty much. That's true. So. but I also just don't I don't trust the Vikings, and I really feel like I don't know how you can get ready for a game after you literally went through the emotional roller coaster that was last week. Like I don't know, especially on a short week too. All these games are short weeks. Like. I don't know, man. Uh, next up, the eleven and three Buffalo Bills at the three and eleven Chicago Bears. I'm assuming the point spread on this is fourteen and a half. Eight. What? How? I mean, I guess Justin it's, Fields. It's in Chicago. It's going to be on the ground a lot. It's supposed yeah, but to they play degrees. in Buffalo. It's know. not like they're not used to. No, no, I know they're not used to it, but it's still the conditions of the conditions. Um, so I don't know, Buffalo. Uh, but also Josh Allen hasn't been crushing it. He had he had a good week last week. He's got to prove it again. Um, yeah. Hopefully this is a fifteen fourteen, you know, point win. But it could easily be a seven nail biter with a two point conversion on the back. Yeah, the Bills or uh, the the Bills. I don't know. The Bills have really, first off, they don't feel like the number one seed in the AFC. At 11-3, and they're still clinging to that top spot. I believe looking at the AFC picture right now, 
Yeah, they are 11 and 3, Chiefs are 11 and 3, Bengals are 10 and 4. Bengals have beat both those teams. Bills obviously beat the Chiefs. So, really Bengals or Bills went out and Chiefs could drop as low as third. Like that would be that would be crazy. But then again, Chiefs went out, Bills or Bengals lose a game and Chiefs are number 1 seed. So, I I don't know. The AFC top spots are really like the NFC. It's pretty much all clinched except for like the last two wildcard spots. The AFC literally could look entirely different in a week or two. Everybody could be moved around. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm picking, I'm picking the bills, but again, could this be a game that I saw Justin Fields firsthand last week that team is literally all Justin Fields doing some of the craziest shit you've ever seen in your life. So if it is a running game, it's literally going to be Fields as the runner because the Bears have nobody else versus Josh Allen as the runner because the Bills have nobody else. And I would trust Fields in that situation because he will have two plays a game where you're like, how the fuck did he do a 40 yard run? Like he got touched by six people and he still went 40 yards so I'm picking the Bills, but I would not bet on this game. I would not feel confident in this game. This feels like upset to me. I don't know why. I have no reasoning except for if it's going to be running quarterback versus running quarterback. Fields is electric. Boogie woogie. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's move. Oh, man, that was fantastic. Let's move <laughs> to the Washington. I've, 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 I've known you for over half my life. I've never heard you say boogie woogie. That was fantastic. it's electric. That was so good. Um, but let's move on to the seven and six and one Washington Commanders at the ten and four San Francisco 49ers. Uh Heineke versus Purdy. That uh, if you would have said at the beginning of the season, we both would have been like, the f- like, what? Now Ooh. this is like, Ooh. especially of all the games Ooh. we've mentioned, this is like maybe my favorite quarterback matchup of the week. <laughs> like, is there a funner game with two more fun quarterbacks to watch than this game? So you can say funner. It's okay. Funner. More all fun. All the teachers can uh, yeah. Critique comment. Me. More fun. Is there a more fun quarterback duel this week than these two? Maybe Bills, maybe Fields versus Allen and Heineke versus Purdy are like right there. But this seems fun. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm going San Fran here. Uh, I like Purdy. It's not just because he's on my fantasy. Uh, (laughs) I've liked what he's done. He's protect the football. And then, I mean, San Francisco's defense is crushing it. I mean Washington still good. Uh, I like I like what they've been doing as of late. Um, they're a grinder of a team, but I don't think they're going to be able to beat San Fran in San Fran. Um, just ain't going to happen. By the way, I love seeing this sixty-two degrees Fahrenheit in San Francisco. All the other ones, <laughs> all are under freezing. Some of yeah. them, yeah, all all under freezing. Ugh. The highest uh- the highest one that I see for Saturday. Uh, is 23 degrees outside of being in a dome well yeah there's going to be a bunch of games in domes though because it's it because there's a dallas home game there's minnesota home game but yeah the outside ones i mean i mean but sunday you got all you got miami at 52 
LA at 77, Arizona at 68. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Kudos to any of you football fans that go to these games that are under freezing. I mean, I would still probably do it. I would, I would be okay because I do okay in the cold. I, I really do. Even though I'm born and raised here, uh, give me a, give me a jacket, you know, cup, I'll bundle up, do three layers or so in a beanie <laughs> gloves. I, I, I could handle it, but for like once, but for those who go every single game. Oh yeah. Dude. Especially if you're cold. like a bears fan or a bills fan, like, or yeah. even like a I, green Bay kudos, fan. Yeah. Kudos to you guys. Ooh going out there and doing it i I could do it like maybe once every three years or something like that and they'd be like "Ah, i got my fill but kudos to you guys kudos kudos Uh, so yeah i think uh i think this is 49ers i just think they're on such a roll i think the commanders i might have picked them for an upset pick if they would have beaten the giants last week but now it kind of feels like whatever momentum they had is just gone at this point like i mean they're still the seventh seed in the playoff hunt we both picked the seahawks to lose and the lions to win so if the commanders lose they will be seven seven and one and the lions will be eight and seven so they'll move up to the seventh seed the giants will fall back to i believe the no i think the giants would stick at six because of that tie so the Lions yes. would replace the Commanders, which I think we'd both be in favor of, just in terms of like a funner team to see in the playoffs. More fun. More f- a funner, funner team to see in the playoffs. Also, even though the Commanders are the team that beat my Eagles, I still would be much more scared of a Lions playoff team going into Philadelphia than I would a Commanders team because I don't think. I think it's a lot harder to beat the same team twice, but yeah, I, but I like good football and I would rather see the lions in the playoffs than the commanders. But all that being said, I think it's 49ers and I think it's going to be like a 14 to three kind of game. The 49ers didn't really impress me last week against the Seahawks, but I think with that defense, they don't need to, they can hold you to less a touchdown or less. And then just kind of just, Ben, they have like a Ben don't break offense. Like it kind of just methodically goes down the field and then you'll maybe get like a pop play from uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel or maybe even Purdy at this point. I don't know. But yeah, that defense scares me much more than that offense. Next up, Casino, what was supposed to be game of the week and with the past two weeks has now turned into a weird just mash up of like the worst things that could happen for a big Christmas Eve primetime game. The, and my 13 and one Philadelphia Eagles at the 10 and four Dallas Cowboys Hertz is officially out. So it will be Minshew mania. Apparently there is an illness that is running rough shot on the Dallas Cowboys locker room. So a bunch of their guys are either out or oh, questionable. So they're, they're just, they're just covering their ass for when they lose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this game was supposed to mean potentially Dallas could still win the division if they would have beat Jacksonville last week. This would have been almost 
I wouldn't say a must win, but definitely a need to win game for the for the Eagles if the Cowboys would have lost or would have won last week. Now that the Cowboys lost last week, uh, this game really doesn't mean anything, but obviously it means something to the people on the field. So when we say doesn't mean anything, that just means to like fans and playoff projections and blah, blah, blah. But still to the players on the field, it means something, especially in this kind of division rivalry game. All that said, I trust Minshew. I really do. I think he would be starting on maybe 10, especially with some of the quarterback Easily. names. Easily. Dude, uh, like you would, like, I feel if you pulled NFL teams of like, okay, let me just, just say yes or no, Casino. Would Got you it. rather have Mike White or Gardner Minshew? Ooh, uh, Gardner Minshew, just because I know what he's about so far. Like uh, Falcons, would you rather have Mariota or Minshew? Minshew. Uh, let's see. Panthers, would you rather have Darnold or Minshew? Minshew. Seahawks, would you rather have Geno Smith or Minshew? Minshew. So Saints, would you rather have Andy Dalton or Minshew? See, these are tough. I just because I I. I have much of a higher sample size with some of them or less sample size. It, yeah. It, so Minshew, I would say, I would say yes, because like Geno Smith, is this a one and done year? I'm sorry. Like I know yeah, you have no. straight answers. Um, <laughs> Sam Darnold is a complete yes. That's for sure. But yeah. Mike White, I don't know what I saw from Mike, Mike White. I liked. Um, and then who else did you say? I'm sorry. Uh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. I mean, I saw him on Cincy for so many years. Like he's good. Um, I think they're pretty much at the same because I like Minshew, but is he better than a Dalton? He might be a Dalton. I don't know. Good. Uh, and then great. Texans or Titans. Would you rather have Davis Mills or Minshew? Minshew. And then would you rather have Tannehill or Minshew? Tannehill. Uh, would you rather have Daniel Jones or Minshew? I like Daniel Jones. Ooh. He needs to be on a different team. Ooh. I think the only ones I disagree with would be, I would take Minshew over Dalton because I know what Dalton is, and Minshew's still Minshew young enough. Dalton. And then... Uh, oh, no, no. I said Dalton. Ugh. Yeah. And then Tannehill, I, I feel like I would take Minshew because I feel like on that Titans team, he could be maybe the missing link i don't know but yeah also the the minchu mania his stats are unbelievable for no, him he, being a back great stats it's just such a small sample size size but yeah but the he has a oops where is that let's see i just had it pulled up oh there we go his career he has 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions on some just abysmal, abysmal Jaguars teams. Like, it's not like he was, you know, it's not like he was on uh, like Jaguar teams now or where they had actual firepower. It was like him and they were tanking and he was still just putting up unbelievable stats. It's, it's, it's fucking crazy. And You're crazy. You're crazy. And again, before the season, there was a big consensus where it was like, if Jalen Hurts struggles the first couple games, like, let's throw Minshew in there. 
Let's see what he's capable of. So now we're actually going to see it. We're going to see, I mean, when he started with the Jaguars in 2019, he had 21 touchdowns, six INTs. And then in nine games in 2020, he went 16 and five touchdowns, interceptions. So in Minshew, I trust, I trust the stash. Uh, All that being said, this is the best Dallas Cowboys team I've ever seen. They have the best defense in NFL history, even though they haven't looked like it. What, the past three weeks, they've given up 40 to the Jaguars, 23 to the Texans. They destroyed the Colts, and then they dropped 40 on the Vikings. They beat the Giants by eight, and then they lost to the Packers in OT. So again, yeah, Dallas is supposed to win this game by four and a half. Yeah, well, that line was... Dallas was favored by one and a half. Then when Jalen Hurts was ruled out, it jumped all the way up to like six and a half. And now it's what? Four and a half. So the line has moved, which uh, to me means that there's a shitload of people betting on the Eagles to win this game, which I do think the Eagles can win this game, but I'm doing reverse jinx. I'm picking Cowboys Casino. Fair enough. Who are are you? You're picking the Eagles. Oh, I'm I'm riding the Eagles the whole way, yeah. And I do think it will be a good game. And one thing, lastly, I wanted to say about this game is I know I've talked about him on the show before, but this stat that I took a screenshot of, where is it? Made me go. This is what I've been talking about this entire time. So Hassan Riddick. Uh, who is my favorite defender on the Eagles. He used to be with the Panthers, used to be with the Cardinals. This season, 12 sacks, uh, 19 quarterback hits, four, first, four forced fumbles. Mika Parsons this season, 13 sacks, 24 QB hits, three forced fumbles. So all this talk about you know, Parsons as defensive player of the year. I mean, Reddick is right there with him. Like literally within uh, Parsons has one more hit, one less force fumble and like five QB hits more than him for the entire season. He's been, both of them have been wreaking havoc. And I think with the Cowboys. But one plays on Dallas, one doesn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. If these roles were reversed, uh, it would be Reddick would be getting all the publicity and all that kind of stuff, but blah, blah, blah. But I really do think it's going to come down to defense versus defense. And Cowboys have CeeDee Lamb. They have Tony Pollard. And who else? Like, who else is going to step, step up? Maybe Schultz. I don't know. Uh, I don't care about this game. I know until kickoff. And then I will want the Eagles to win more than anything. So that's the, you know, that's what it's like being a fan. Next up, Casino, we have the 6-8 and eight Las Vegas Raiders, your favorite team, at the 6-8 and eight Pittsburgh Steelers. Both these teams 6-8, and eight, both of them shockingly still alive in the playoffs uh, hunt. They are the 11th and 13th, but obviously both those would go up with a win with the Jets losing. So this, I don't know, man. I mean, how do the how do the Raiders not win this game? Because I'm going to go and uh, <laughs> take a crowbar to certain players. And... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, 
I, I, I don't know. And it's crazy. Steelers are actually favored by minus two. Um, but maybe just because it's taking place in Pittsburgh. Maybe, maybe it was a pick and that's the reason why. Uh, it's only supposed to be 38 um, is the over under 12 degrees. Um, I don't know. Oh, there goes. There goes my neighbor, a.k.a. child. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll be back in one second to talk uh, the last couple games. Yep. What's that? Yeah, no, no. Almonds use a lot of water. Okay, we're back. Uh, that was Frank, my mailman. I had to stop and have a conversation with him. Um, <laughs> we are back. And we are... I don't even remember where we left off. I believe, oh, we talked about Raiders Steelers. Uh, yeah, I think we both agree Raiders win this game. I don't know how the Steelers are the same uh, the same record as the Raiders. That seems crazy to me with how much talent is on that Raiders team. And lest we forget, Casino, uh, Kenny Pickett is not with the Steelers at the moment. He's still injured, so it is Mitchell Trubisky. And that is also why I'm picking the Raiders because I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. And that is also um, from here to the end of time. I'm always going to pick a team against the Raiders. So <laughs> go pit. So you're going Steelers. I'm I have to. Oh, uh, also it's weird that I keep seeing commercials where like, they're trying to hype this up as like the big Christmas Eve night marquee game because of the immaculate reception and it's like both these teams are six and eight and at the moment like way out of playoff contention so it's weird that like they're 11th and 13th the closest two besides the browns of being eliminated from the playoffs so it's weird that i keep seeing commercials to hype specifically this game up but okay they think that they're gonna make the playoffs yeah I mean, Same with Packers fans. I, after that, I had um the other day with the Packers game, I I I had people, oh yeah, Packers. The all they have to do is just win this game, and they're gonna they're gonna go on a tear and win the playoffs. And I'm like, no, they're not. Well, great segue, Casino, because that is all for the Christmas That's what Eve I was games. Doing. Let's do it. <laughs> now Packers. we move to the Christmas games. Uh, first game Christmas morning after you have opened up all your presents you can then be treated to the gift of the six and eight Green Bay Packers at the eight and six Miami Dolphins uh yeah like Casino was saying this is basically win out for the Packers and then there's like they have to win out and then hope and pray that every other team loses so they are at least two games they are 10th right now. They are one game behind the Lions, one game behind the Seahawks, and then the tie that Washington had kind of like, kind of helps them almost because they have like a game and a half lead over the Seahawks, Lions, and Packers if Packers would win. But we've already talked about this. We think Lions will win, and we think Seahawks will lose, and maybe Commanders will lose. So... Packers casino if they win out they have a chance for that last playoff spot when it's going to come down to week 18 against the Lions so yeah I don't know to I think the Dolphins are a good team I like how they looked in that Buffalo game but 
I I don't well it's in Miami. So if this gonna, was in Green Bay, I feel like I would trust the Packers a lot more, but I think it's Dolphins all day. I think it's I think it's Dolphins all day. I don't have a I don't really have a question here. Yeah, I don't I just don't think this I think this Packers defense has been about as underperforming as Rodgers has felt this season, but at least with Rodgers you can make the excuse, well they don't have, you know, any receivers for him, blah, blah, blah. The defense, I the defense was projected to be like top five throughout the entire league. And at the moment, they're 15th in yards allowed. And oh, they are 17th in points per game allowed. So they're middle of the road. And yeah, I don't know. I don't think they have anything on defense to stop Tyreek Hill. I just think he's a, a game changer, a game breaker. But yeah, and then Dolphins, but they have a tough schedule. They have Packers. They do. Patriots, Dolphins. Like, I don't, I could definitely see them losing, or sorry, Jets. Bill. So they have Jets, Patriots, yeah. Packers. I don't know. All teams that are, like, right there in the playoff hunt. So, yeah, I don't see them winning out, but I definitely think they sneak into the playoffs. Do you think... For the AFC, we've talked about a lot the a lot about the NFC playoffs. For the AFC, it's Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins. So if Lamar Jackson doesn't start another game, I think Ravens are out, right? If he doesn't come back in the next two weeks. That's fair. Then the Chargers are surging. The Dolphins are losing games, but they're not looking bad in the games they lose. They're just playing tough opponents. And then it becomes your Patriots, uh, Jaguars, Jets. I really feel like your team can kind of sneak in. I really do. I don't have any faith after that game. Unless the Raiders sneak in and then the tiebreaker is Raiders, Patriots. Like that would be the ultimate. You'd have to find a middle finger. Host. <laughs> I for, do. I'm, I'm, I'm serious though. And I, then they'd be done. Well, the Jaguars are right there, but as we've talked about, I think they take over the fourth seed from Tennessee, and then Tennessee kind of loses out, so they would be out. So it really does, shockingly, come down to Raiders, Jets, Patriots. So don't the Patriots, Jets play? And Chargers, I mean, the Chargers are right there. And the well, yeah, but the Chargers have a game lead on everybody. Yeah, they but are. But here's the thing: if they if it flips, uh, the Patriots would be above the charge. Like if the Patriots can get one game mm. on the Chargers, they have the whatever the the strength of schedule or whatever would be over them or whatever, because they've mm. been tied multiple times this season, and the Patriots have been higher on the seed. So yeah, so yeah, NFC playoffs are kind of boring at this point. All the seeds are almost locked in except for like the bottom wild card spot. Yeah. The AFC again is fascinating because and right now two weeks ago you were like, I know this is over. <laughs> we don't well, the NF the NFC I was kind of right about. I said Eagles, Vikings, 49ers, Cowboys, and then the NFC South is like kind of who gives a shit who wins that division because that division's terrible, but NFC has been locked up AFC. Every single seed can change within the next three weeks. And that goes from one to seven, which is fucking nuts. But yeah, I think we're both 
Or we're both picking Dolphins. I do think it'll be a closer game than I think either of us are expecting. But let's move on to, I mean, I don't even know how to talk about this game. The 4-10 and Denver Broncos at the 4-10 and Los Angeles Rams. About, Aaron how Donald. Just, how about we just do this? I picked the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. You picked the Broncos to go to the Super Bowl. We just, hold, we just hold I our love picks. This is, this is the only sports podcast Super Bowl right here <laughs> this uh, you know what you just gave us something to root for now i will be a diehard broncos fan from 1 30 p.m till 4 30 p.m Bragging rights only uh <laughs> so you know what they will whoever wins this game will win the only sports podcast prediction super bowl that'll be i mean it'll mean nothing but it'll mean something in title so do you want to it- wager five points Ooh. Yes, because I have nothing to lose. <laughs> so <laughs> this game will be worth five points. I'm circling it, writing it down. Uh, however, Casino, for your Rams, Aaron Donald, as of three hours ago, has been ruled out. Is Russell Wilson starting this game? Is he still so. out? I don't think he's starting. Who are even the fucking quarterbacks for this game? Who are going to be the two starters? Hmm. Uh, and you know what's a, so let's leave it a mystery you know what's so funny for like because i look at the nfl on like google and when i click the games it'll all have a bunch of articles under it and most of the articles are always like seven key matchups to watch or like you know they're always talking about predictions and how this team can win this game how this team can win this game for this one almost every article is uh Rams Broncos players pranked into believing that they have to wear ugly sweaters. Literally every article is about this thing where they were they're talking about ugly sweaters. No talk about the game itself except for that Aaron Donald news. It's either Aaron Donald is out or ugly sweaters. No talk about matchups or who wins the game. So that can only mean we have to gin it up a little with our uh, super, like uh, super Bowl pick. Gin is good. Ugh. Ugh, that's going to be a terrible game, though. Absolutely <laughs> awful. That's, that's why I'm going to drink some gin and <laughs> watch that game. Uh, next up, an equally terrible game. Uh, uh, the 6-8 and eight Tampa Bay Bucks at the 4-10 and 10 Arizona Cardinals. On, I will watch Packers-Dolphins. The rest of the day will be dedicated to NBA. NBA's Christmas slate is a billion times better than the NFL's. Just god awful. God awful. Uh I'm picking the Bucks. I have no reason no reason why. I'm Brady. Brady if you and, if, and 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 Kyler Murray out. Yeah, it's going to be sorely sorely which is great name but I there's no again we've talked about this multiple times there's no way tom brady loses to sorely and then what he lost to brock purdy he lost to andy dalton or he barely beat andy dalton uh he lost to a walking corpse of deshaun watson or no i don't think deshaun watson was starting that game he lost to jacoby Brissett. so i have no faith in brady but somebody has to win the nfc south Somebody just has to, even though none of them are trying to. <laughs> it's uh, last up the Monday night game 
Again, this is now we've fallen into the Broncos cycle, which is why the fuck are the Colts in every fucking primetime game? Why? They're in like the marquee Sunday matchups. They're on Sunday night football. You're on mute, Casino. And now they are on Monday night football. I was on mute. Ugh. I was just giggling for the last two minutes. Why? Eight, six, or the eight and six Los Angeles Chargers at the primetime Colts for nine and one. I don't know. Um, so you're seeing the Broncos. Here's the thing. The Broncos were supposed to be good. They yes. were supposed to be good. The Colts? I don't they, think anybody had them. So, like, the amount the prime time that they're getting is ridiculous. Well, I think people had them as, like, a wild card contender in the AFC, maybe behind Tennessee. They were definitely supposed to be fighting for that, you know, spot because remember it was Philip Rivers and then it was Carson Wentz and then it was Matt Ryan and those three are kind of all just like in the same boat as like can be good could be maybe great but kind of are always just good and then yeah that the Colts I don't even know if you're a Colts fan this season I don't even know how you would explain what has happened this year like what like blech as far, but then again, the Colts play everybody tough since Saturday came in. He remember they uh, were within one point of the Eagles. They were within five points of the Raiders, who they beat. They uh, were within a touchdown of the Steelers. They got destroyed by the Cowboys, but that game was close for three quarters. And then they were up thirty-three to zero on the Vikings and lost that game. So. They're kind of like the Texans. I don't know how they're in games with anybody, but they are. Who knows? Ugh. So, but we're both picking the Chargers, right? Yep. All right. So that is week 16. Oop. And let's talk about the NBA games on Christmas Day because, again, way better lineup. Uh, usually the marquee day for the NFL is Christmas. I've said for many years that this should be the opening day, but it is 76ers. Nick start at 9 a.m. So I actually might not watch that Dolphins Packers game. I might watch this game instead. Knicks have been weirdly good for about the past like month. I don't know. I kind of like watching the Knicks and the 76ers look like they're figuring it out. Then Lakers Mavericks. We got word this morning that anthony davis is out indefinitely with another injury so I hate that word so do i it's so it just means it means nothing also indefinitely means forever in sports it just means we have no idea so why wouldn't they just say he's out with injury yeah like, all the, like i had to explain that to my mom one time when we were watching some i was watching some sports show or a game they're like, oh, this person's out indefinitely, but we'll have a hearing to come back and play, yada, yada. And my mom's like, wait, what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, that means it means nothing. Indefinitely means they're not playing currently. Yeah, it literally just means they have no idea how long they're going to be out. And it's one of those injuries where they could miss the rest of the season or they could be back in a month. And so they're just casting as wide of net as always. But they could literally just say... Anthony Davis is now out with injury. They don't have to say indefinitely. They can just say uh, colon or comma. We uh, 
no return date announced or something like that. You know, that just indefinitely, I agree with you. So weird. And I hate when they say that. Uh, but after that game, it's Bucks Celtics, best two teams in the East going up uh, right at 2 p.m. That'll be fun to watch. It's literally going to be the I'm two. I'm not even an NBA fan, but I will probably like get my phone out and watch watch some of that game um, being a Celtics fan. But that, it's going to be fun. That Those are two hard-hitting teams. This should be great. Yeah. I get the NBA is more flexible in NFL when in terms of how they can schedule games and stuff like that. But this is a stroke of genius putting this game against the Broncos Rams game. Like this, these games will be starting within half an hour of each other. If you're a sports fan and you're watching Broncos and Rams over Buck Celtics, you're either insane or a fan of the Rams, uh, Broncos, which again, I don't, I still don't know why you would watch that game over this game. Then it's Grizzly Warriors, which is going to be a shit game because the Warriors, since Steph went out, they've been abysmal, abysmal. They just are good. They, yeah, the Grizzlies, I would dare say great. And the Warriors are just floundering with, uh, with, uh, Steph missing. They've lost the last two games, but, they just keep getting blown out like a, like crazy. They lost by 30 points to the Nets. They uh, lost to the Knicks by almost 40. And then they somehow beat the Raptors. And then they lost to the Sixers, Pacers, Bucks. Like, it's been, it it's rough this year to be a uh, uh, Warriors fan, which my son is. So he's upset. And then Sunday night Christmas games. Uh-huh. <laughs> should be good which it is the sun by the way what can you point in his face can you can you point in his face and tell him uncle casino says haha yes i will good. uh good. but uh then it is nugget suns which is the number one team in the west the nuggets versus the number four seed Suns. so great game to end uh S- sunday night on so the I only feel like, bad game is what the Warriors Grizzlies because it's a blowout. Well, and I guess Lakers Mavericks because of Anthony. If Anthony Davis was in, I would honestly switch those two because I would think you would want you know to have LeBron James come on more like closer to, or I feel like you would want LeBron James and Anthony Davis in prime time with Luca over you know as a, a, a set. Ugh a Warriors team just getting blown out by the Grizzlies. But now with Anthony Davis out, I mean, those are all kind of, yeah, whatever. But yeah, as far as the NBA goes, I just mentioned it. Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Suns, Clippers, Kings, Jazz, Trailblazers with like Mavericks, Timberwolves right there. And then Warriors, Thunder, Lakers, Spurs, Rockets. I would kind of put them as done. I don't really see... Anything coming from any of those teams? Warriors, maybe if Steph can get back in time, but who knows how long he'll be out. Uh, Bucks, Celtics, we're finally going to see who's the best, at least currently, East team. We're going to get Bucks, Celtics. Cavaliers, my pick, still hanging strong. Nets and Sixers, Sixers are my team, uh, kind of making a comeback. Nets have won seven, Sixers have won five, both those teams looking good. Then the Knicks are right there, which Knicks have actually kind of been fun to watch. And every game I've seen them on primetime TV, they're, you know, 
They're kind of feisty, which I like. Heat for the first I've always, time in forever. Yeah. Uh Heat, I've always kind of enjoyed just because I'm a huge uh Jimmy Butler fan. Maybe my favorite player in the yeah, uh, NBA. I can see why you'd like him now, but I can't stand the heat because I hated when LeBron was there and oh yeah. No, no, I'm a Jimmy Butler fan, not a Miami Heat fan. But uh and then the Hawks, there's been weird, weird shit all this week, maybe the past two weeks with Trey Young. Just now he's talking for a trade. If by the trade deadline they don't make like moves to make them more of a playoff contender, but it's also just like who would you even get? And this Hawks team, they just have the weirdest like makeup of a team and almost them at eight in the east almost feels like they're overachieving because i don't know every time that we talk about nba i want to bring it up and i always forget i'm totally a a non-sports fan i don't want to say chick but that's typically majority of this but non-sports fan where they just pick um a team by their colors and logo how awesome is the hawks logo like it's just like a bunch of negative space it's yeah it it's it's dope. It is dope. If I was <laughs> if I was just picking based on that, I would pick them. Anyway, that, I just we should to do because every, every time I talk about every time I we talk about NBA, I and I see the logo, I'm like, man, I keep forgetting that's such a cool logo. I agree. I think that logo is great. I think the Timberwolves logo is great. I also think the I kind of like the Grizzlies one. And then oh, no, yeah, I mean, I just I mean. We, we've talked about this because, I mean, you're a comic guy and I somewhat like yeah. the, the negative space. No, I agree. Of, also, of is pretty cool. We just both said we hate the heat. I love that heat logo. That is a, a, a badass logo for a basketball team. Just like the, the basketball on fire going through oh, the yeah. hoop. That looks like uh, cool. It reminds me of NBA Jam, man. Back yeah. in the day. No, it really does. I want to play but no. yeah, so that's going on NBA. I will be watching a bunch of NBA tonight as well because we're recording this on Friday night, and they have Clippers, Sixers, which should be good, and then Bucks, Nets, which should be phenomenal. So good, some good marquee matchups tonight, and then the night ends with Grizzly Suns. So that should be damn good, damn good. You're damn uh, good. All right, Casino, let's do uh, NHL, and then we'll talk a little Pro Bowl and get out of here. Oh, okay. Sure, why not? All right, so NHL. I mean, I didn't I didn't think we were going to have time to do that one. I'll cue that up. Uh, I will cue up the Pro Bowl. Also, uh, when the football season ends, we've talked about maybe going down to one show. We want to stay at two shows. So I feel like we're going to have to find creative ways to, like, fill time. I want to do we'll a do sports... It logo draft just me and you we'll try to build a team of 10 each we'll go back and forth pick the best sports logos right and then we'll have like people vote on it just in our lives yeah i feel like that'd be a fun idea we should have our fans vote too well yeah i'm saying everybody everybody votes on it to see who wins but all right right, uh so going on there let's always start off with the eastern conference because that's what it shows first (laughs) um Bruins still just crushing it. They are currently 26, four and two. They, they, so technically they're 26 and six, but they got a few points on the overtime losses. Um, They're sitting at 54 points. 
which is just absolutely insane. Um, so nothing's really changed over there. The Maple Leafs, uh, they do have, they did play a few more games than the Bruins, and they're six points behind the Bruins, but Bruins have two games in hand. Same with the Lightning. Um, so really, the Atlantic Division is the Bruins. It's it's crazy. They're on pace to just crush, just crush over a hundred points, um, which would be insane because they've only played thirty-two games. Uh, Forty-one would be the midway point. This this team's on record-setting pace. It's insane. Um, and then going on down, so nothing's really changed there. You got Bruins, Maple Leafs, uh, Lightning. Um, you also have down the Metropolitan. The Devils have now been overtaken by the Canes. The Hurricanes mm-hmm. have finally done what they are expected to do. Um, they've won a shit ton. Uh, they're on a seven-game win streak. Um, they have now bumped above the Devils. Same amount of games played, so nobody's got games in hand here. Um, the the good thing, the Devils have outright won more games than the Hurricanes. However, by only one, but the Hurricanes have lost more in overtime. So they do get a few points off of that. Um, and then, so, yeah, so Hurricanes, Devils, and then the Penguins and Rangers, um, they pretty much keep going back and forth. Um, but the Penguins have a few games in hand, so they're pretty much set up. Um, so that's going to be your standings for the Eastern Conference. Moving over now to the West, you have the Central Division, um, the Stars and Jets. Like, like I said, they've been pretty much flip-flopping there. That's actually a pretty close race. In the central, the Avs have moved up. They got a few games in hand where they could reach the top of the table if they win their next three. They would have the same as the Stars record. Um, so that that side has gotten really interesting, um, where everybody's within six. The top four are within six points, um, and then you have still the Golden Knights on top, um, Woo! not by much anymore uh, in the Pacific Division because they've had horrendous um home streak which has been really bad um but they're still they've had 35 games played which is quite a bit um but they're followed by the kings um who have 43 points we uh the biggest gold knights have 47 um uh, but the big one is the kraken have three games in hand to the knights and they're sitting at 40 uh, so they could definitely jump on over again the oilers and the flames are still sitting right there underneath uh the top three in the pacific and they're still stuck there um i didn't like i said i knew the kings they were in my predict predictions to make the playoff but they i didn't expect them to be sitting too uh my kid either she totally agrees there um (laughs) (laughs) the the episode of bluey stopped and uh now she's going crazy um (laughs) there we go um but yeah so that's kind of where we're sitting. Um, not too much. Going Jesus. Up. Yeah. Um, start talking about Pro Bowl. <laughs> well, I think the Pro Bowl, I think what it comes down to is, right, everybody always talks about who got snubbed. That's the, that's the word you never hear except for when it comes to Oscars, Pro Bowls, pretty much award shows or categories right so that being said the snubs this year i do agree that for my team has the most in the nfl i believe they have 10 i haven't checked so the eagles have 10 or the eagles have eight that are going to the pro bowl not 10 
I know they're kicking ass. But... <laughs> well, the 10 they could have is you could put uh, Javon Hardgrave in. You, you had eight. You have eight. Yeah, mostly NFL. Uh, do you think – so I was saying, Casino, that mostly when you talk you. about the Pro Bowl, you talk about snubs. You're, you're so, loud. I can hear you. Thank you. So as far as snubs go, the the two main ones I've seen is McCaffrey. Does McCaffrey deserve to be in the Pro Bowl over? Because remember, when it's snubs, you have to take somebody out. So has McCaffrey had a better year than Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, or Miles Sanders? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So everybody just being like, how can Christian McCaffrey not be in? Well, because there's other players who have had better seasons. Like yep. or have a better have had a better season than him. He's a game breaker, but he also has had 393 yards and two touchdowns this season. Like I know he's had some crazy games it's his, since he, it's his name. It's his name. And well, he, yeah, and that it, the couple crazy games that he has, so everybody expects it. Yeah. So I don't think that's a snub. The other interesting one is the NFC the AFC quarterbacks are uh what they are up oh, i just had it up they are mahomes obviously josh allen and then it is uh joe burrow which i think those are the three best quarterbacks in the afc could you replace one of them with tua like maybe but i would take those three and this and the I seasons they're having three. over tua yeah. the it, nfc it's, it's not, it, yeah it's not so much that the other players don't deserve it's just there's limited slots and other players deserve it better than others that's it yeah the nfc however is interesting because it's jalen hurts which i think he obviously deserves to i still be. think he's i still think he's the mvp i do too i do too um and then oh there's an ad starting uh but and then it becomes geno smith and kirk cousins do you think both of those deserve to be over justin fields yes I see, I do too, but I keep seeing Justin Fields being a snub. I don't think you can be a Pro Bowl quarterback, maybe other positions. I don't think you can be a Pro Bowl quarterback when your team is one of the worst in the league. I just don't think you can. And I know he had over 1,000 yards rushing this year. His passing yards are, he's only had 2,000, 15 touchdowns, 10 INTs. So as a passer, he isn't doing anything, but obviously as a runner, he's electric. He has over a thousand yards, but I mean, Kirk Cousins, first off, his team is 11 and three and he threw four. He's going to end up throwing over 30 or over 4,000 yards. At the moment, he has 24 uh, touchdowns, 11 interceptions with three weeks to go. So he's going to have over 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Like, I don't know how you can take him out. And then obviously the one that you could take out would be Geno Smith. But I mean, he is having a crazy season, 26 and eight. So again, he's at 3,700. So three weeks to go, he's going to be over 4,000. He's going to have over 30 touchdowns. Like you can't replace either of those with uh, Justin Fields. No, it's it's tough for me to say a, a player really gets snubbed because does that player other players deserve to be up there? Possibly, yeah. 
I don't know about the fields one in general. I don't think I would put him in the Pro Bowl. I don't think he's a snub, personally. No, I don't think. Well, and also one of those, uh, either the Vikings or the Eagles, I would put money on being in the Super Bowl. So one of them, unless, I mean, unless the 49ers come up, but one of those, uh, they're going to need an alternate in the Pro Bowl. So I still think Fields ends up in the Pro Bowl, like playing, which this year, what, excuse me, what the fuck even is the Pro Bowl going to be? It's going to be like a flag football game or like a skills competition or something. I don't know. I never, I've never watched the Pro Bowl. I don't even I think we it. need. I, I, I hate the Pro Bowl. I don't even think we need anything for the Pro Bowl. Just say it's the honor of like being one of the best at your position well, in the league. The You're I, a Pro Bowler. I, I think doing like a skills competition against the best players is fun. Um, but yeah. like host, hosting a whole game, no. Like do people for the NBA basketball game, do people, I know people watch it, but. I don't like, do people really care? Uh, the well, NHL, the people don't really care. No. Everybody likes, everybody has more fun watching the skills because it's skills, you know? Yeah. It, it doesn't I agree. require an entire days of a attention span. You know, you get it in little snips like, Oh, cool. Got to watch the slap shot competition. I'm going to walk away. Oh, three point competition. Get to walk away. Um, the Slam one dunk really competition. Liked, the one I really liked, um, though was back, uh, the all-star game for uh, MLB as mm-hmm. soon as they changed it to where the winner doesn't host the world series. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think, I think you just make the pro bowl. Like you said, just skills competition. Why do they even need to play a game? Like who gives a shit? The season's already over. We know the teams in the super bowl. So it's like, you could probably count on one hand how many highlights in your life you've ever seen from the Super Bowl. It's literally the Sean Taylor destroying that punter, and that's it. Those are all the Pro Bowl highlights I remember in the rest the best, of my life. But that's one of the best highlights I mean, in general. Yeah. and uh, But then now that it's flag football, we're not even going to get that because they can't even hit each other. Nobody wants to watch professional athletes play a dumbed-down version of the their own game. So just make it a skills competition. Make it a thing you can sell tickets to, and people can go there with their kids. And it's going to be in Vegas, so make the tickets like 20 bucks Vegas a piece. Vegas is meant for kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, kids but... are going to have more fun in Vegas than Hawaii. <laughs> I Well, I hate that to begin with. Like, I know we live in Vegas. Taking the Pro Bowl out of Hawaii makes no sense. Makes no sense it's whatsoever. supposed to be a vacation. Yeah. And I guess you can come to Vegas, but I live in Vegas. I would much rather be in Hawaii. I would much yeah. rather be in Hawaii. Uh, especially it's going to be like February. So it's not even like you're going to come to it's Vegas cold. and like be able to go to the pools and stuff like that. It's like, no. yeah. In February, and, and I know Vegas doesn't get cold as cold as like, you, the other side of the uh, the the country um but vegas can't get cold it's still a high desert it it still doesn't retain heat during the day so you can still get 20 degrees at night uh, 15 yeah. 20 degrees at night in february it's like yeah i don't want to be out here go to why yeah if, it, if it's below freezing why would you want to host a pro bowl there because i know a lot of people if you don't come to vegas in february it could be around 
nighttime, it will be roughly that time. It will, it will be cold enough to be under freezing. No, I want to be in Hawaii. Like, yeah. like, I was just looking through my phone right now. Like right now we're December 23rd. I was looking through my phone um, at different sports things. The, the Hawaii bowl going on, which is S, <laughs> uh, SDSU and um, another team. I don't remember which one it was. It's 79 degrees in Hawaii right now. Yeah. It would be, del- it's supposed to be a vacation for the best players in the league. And now we're just going to throw them in Vegas in February, make it a skills competition in Hawaii. Just make it a fun thing. I do like that. They moved the pro bowl the week before the super bowl, because it always be in the week after the super bowl. It was like, we're done with football. Who gives a shit? Make yeah, I mean, it. I much rather, I much rather see a skills competition where it's like, who can boogie board the furthest <laughs> rather than who oh, can that'd be interesting. Yeah. Or, or who can win the most on roulette in a row. They should, they should switch it where the M- NFL players have like a three point competition and a slam dunk competition and just like get Break athletes. Their ankles. Yes. Get athletes to blow out their ankles in Hawaii, trying to impress uh, the Jaguars mascot in a thong. Make the Pro Bowl weird God, is dude, what I'm was, saying. That was a, that was, <laughs> and with I that, had that ima- I had that image out of my head. With that, this has been the only sports podcast. Taking us almost two and a half hours to finish this podcast. Yeah. What's that? I'm getting off right now. Frank, hold on. Hold on. Is it, was it Frank? Uh, is it it is Frank, Frank the whole time? my mailman. He's been waiting here. He's a huge fan. Uh, is your mailman's name Frank, actually? I don't know. I've never met my mailman. Uh, but this has been Only Sports Podcast. Subscribe to us. Listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm Will. That's Casino. Everybody have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We'll see you Monday or Tuesday next week. Sure. <laughs> Adios, Casino. Bye.